Hi, I'm Marissa, and welcome to What Spirit Says. It's time to shine your light. Hi, Shining Souls. My name is Marissa, and welcome to What Spirit Says. Happy summer. Summer is finally here. Happy extra sunshine. This is my favorite, favorite time of the year. And some days, most days, I wish it could be like this all year round. Have you ever noticed how the summertime seems to make such an impact on our lives? Of course, we could say that about all of the seasons, but think back to when you were a little kid and when you returned back to school after the weeks of summer went by. You probably felt like a different person in just that short period of time and you were eager to see the change in others because that change in you felt so alive and so very real. That feeling of change and that feeling of growth stems from the very real shift in our energy. How do you feel the summertime imprints its energy onto you? I was taking a walk this morning and... I had walked a few steps down the road when I realized I (laughs) had left my phone inside at home. I was by myself, and this is a walk that I am very familiar with and comfortable with, yet I found myself wondering if I should stop and if I should go back to get my phone. As I registered that I didn't have my phone, that wavering, uncomfortable feeling washed over me, and I laughed to myself a little bit because I realized I sounded just like my grandma when she would forget to put an earring on or if she would forget to put her jewelry on before leaving to go out and about, and she would say how it made her feel naked, and I'm sure you can probably relate to this vulnerable feeling and have probably heard that expression before too. Of course, it's not the literal object that is our phone that we are missing, but the attachment that we have developed to it, which ultimately attaches us to our loved ones. And of course, when we are without our phones, there's always that precautionary thought of what if we need to call for help, or what if someone is urgently trying to reach us. But in truth, that wavering, uneasy feeling comes from the realization that our comfort seems to be taken away from us. So after that slight panic seemed to settle, I thought about spirit and how when we lose a loved one, it feels that same way, like a piece of our comfort has been taken away. Yet we then begin to learn that although we may never feel the depths of that old comfort that we had with them, we begin to learn how to feel a new kind of comfort a soul comfort. So as I continued walking without my phone, I kept thinking of spirit and the angels and God, knowing that, well, although I don't have my phone with me and the comfort of being able to call my loved ones if needed, I have the comfort of spirit. Spirit then reminded me just how strong our soul connections are, but not just to those in spirit, but to our loved ones here on earth as well. We communicate soul to soul here on earth as human beings. Our soul being the essence of our being is what allows this communication. And although as human beings we use words to communicate or physical expressions, the energy of our soul is the sprinkles on top, an extra layer of communication that exists, although we cannot see it, but we know it and we can feel it. 
When we tap into our soul connections here on earth, they are spoken to us by feelings and overall knowingness. Like when you pick up the phone to call your best friend and they say to you, I was just going to call you or I was just thinking of you. It's tapping into that same wavelength. I'm sure you've heard that expression before. Oh, we were on the same wavelength. What you're really doing is you're really connecting your soul energies. Your soul energies are communicating. Although you guys may not be speaking, you may not be on the phone you could be in two totally different places your soul energies are on that same wavelength they are communicating that is what is communicating with one another our thoughts are connected to that soul energy and think about it all of our soul energy lives amongst one another here on earth and in the heavens we may not be able to see this frequency of connection and communication but we can always feel it we feel this soul communication in many different ways. It usually relates to gut feelings and overall knowingness of maybe how someone feels before you speak to them or how you know you're going to feel before you're asked to do something or before you have to go somewhere. You can already feel how that event or that place is going to make you feel. It's that innate communication, that innate connection that we have, and sometimes it provides us insight of just knowing things before we're told or before they happen. Summertime feels so alive. Summertime infuses us with the warmth of early morning sunrises, birds singing, flowers blooming, balmy breezes, and starry nights. The tender repose of summer brings endless comfort to our heart, lifts our spirit, and illuminates our soul. The angels reflect the light of our soul, giving us soul vision. So think of when you look up to the sky and when you look to the clouds. Maybe you see a heart in the clouds. Maybe you see a letter or initials. Maybe you see an angel. Maybe you see what looks like a beloved pet. Whatever it may be, this connection is a way that the heavens communicate with us and help us to feel directly connected to them and to see our essence, our soul, so we can see how those whom love and guide us from the heavens see us. Think of when you make that connection to the angel in the clouds or to the heart in the clouds. What did or what do you feel? How did that connection make you feel? You probably did not even need time to process what you felt because the connection happens immediately, just as all soul connections do. That immediate connection lingers with us amongst our heart and it imprints our soul, lifting our spirit to a new height. Our soul vision rarely sees with words. God and the angels restore our soul vision by helping us to see the light within each of the passing seasons. Time is like the clouds, ever-moving, ever-changing, yet at times it feels so very permanent and still, just like the seasons. So, do you think of God and the angels when you look to the clouds? How do you see God? I remember being a little girl and wondering this question many times. I still wonder about it, and I don't think I'll ever stop, nor do I think I ever should, because we see God in so many different ways. All that is living and all that is breathing is God. What about your loved ones in spirit and your beloved pets? Can you feel them while looking amongst the clouds? We find comfort in this gaze as we allow our mind to delight in the stillness of our soul. 
This stillness reminds us that the connection we have to the heavens is innately effortless and invariably present, no matter the time or season of our lives. The light of the heavens simply remind us of the most timeless season of life, the most timeless season of all, our soul, ever-changing, ever-moving, everlasting. We don't always have to wait for the seasons to change or for time off from work to shift our energy. And when we start to change what we focus our energy on and what we choose to give our energy to, we start to notice how our perspectives begin to change as well. So I am sure you have probably realized just how amazing our souls truly are. They are what makes us different from one another. Our soul gives life to our body and mind and the gentle yet tenacious human spirit that helps us to navigate, overcome, and achieve all that we define as life. All of that living energy is stored with us here on earth and above as it continues to live on in our soul. Messages from the heavens are tailored to our soul. We may receive very different messages from spirit than our loved ones have or receive different messages from spirit that our friends have and that is okay because these messages from our loved ones who shine in the heavens are presenting these messages to you, to your soul and the uniqueness that is your light. Our souls are filled with lots and lots of energy stemming from all of our experiences here on earth and in the heavens, the many, many lives that we have lived here on earth and beyond. And as we know, our souls are derived from God's unconditional love and compassion, allowing them to shine infinitely bright. Our soul is very much alive and continues on even when we are feeling lost, confused, defeated, or sad. Understanding this truth and that we use our soul to connect and to communicate here on earth and in the heavens brings light to our hearts, lifts our spirits, and brings healing to our souls, lightening the energetic weight that which we carry as we walk through life, allowing us more room for cleansing, for clearing, and for growth, giving us that same clear understanding that our loved ones in spirit now radiate and imprint onto us. So what about trying to hear spirit and connect to the heavens during times of dismay? First and foremost, when we are experiencing a stressful time, remember that spirit sees you, the angels and God, Jesus, they see you. They know what we are dealing with and they are surrounding us in those moments. It's so difficult to feel that at the same time of feeling and experiencing distress. And again, the heavens know this. They see this. They are there blanketing us with their loving arms filled with unconditional love and compassion, doing all that they can to help bring us solace in those moments. So a few weeks ago, <laughs> I was running some errands and it was a beautiful day and I was driving past the beach. So I said, let me just pull into the beach and take a walk, maybe sit by the water for a few minutes. And for some reason, I have never really liked to wear jewelry to the beach. The idea of the sun beating down on the metal I'm wearing always made me feel uncomfortable. Um... That's kind of weird now that I now that I think about it. But um, as well as the sand being something to consider. So 
I sat down and took off my sneakers and for whatever reason, I decided to take off my wedding bands and I put them into my shoe. So I sat there on the beach for about an hour and then I decided it was time to go. So I started walking back to my car and I was about in the middle of the beach when why I don't know, but I decided that was a good time to put my rings back on. Clearly, it was not the right time at all. So I'm holding my sneakers and my keys and I look into my shoe to grab my rings and I put my wedding band on and as I reach for my engagement ring, it drops. Now it's a beautiful crystal blue sky filled day with sunshine and the sand was glistening. So I heard the ring drop, but I thought, oh no, that's weird. Maybe it's in my other shoe maybe a little denial, maybe a little panic, all was setting in. So this was a weekday, mind you, so there was not too many people at the beach, but luckily there were just a few. So after I checked my other shoe, I realized that I did indeed drop this ring. And when I looked down right away, I couldn't see anything, just the glistening sand. It really all looked like diamonds were everywhere in the sand. So I dropped to my knees and I started looking and I realized I may bury the ring further into the sand. So I was trying not to move too far from where I felt I had dropped it. So after a few minutes, I start to get a little worried. And I thought to myself, I have to find this. I am not leaving here without this. But why am I struggling so much to find it? So I started talking to the angels and I asked them for help. And I was so focused on hearing a direction from them. And at this point, I had moved around a little bit, but was trying not to stray from where I felt I had initially dropped it. So I started talking to the angels out loud, and I'm not hearing anything. I'm focusing so intently to hear them give me an exact direction of where to go or where to look. I was looking for them to say, move forward a little to the right, it's behind you, to the left, something that would tell me exactly where this ring was. So a few more minutes go by and I still can't find it. I start to stress a lot more than when I first dropped it, but I hear a message come in from the angels and I hear you are going to get some help. And I started to tear up. And as I looked to my left, this man and his wife started walking towards me and asked me what I was looking for. And I told them it was my engagement ring. And the nice woman, <laughs> she goes, oh no, we have to find that. I thought you dropped your keys. So she starts to create a circle around me and said, well, it probably didn't go past this vicinity, right? And she said, do you think that it bounced forward? She said that right away. And I said to her, I really don't know. I didn't see it land. So I sort of continue looking where I was by my feet and this earth angel and her husband started looking with me. And I can't even tell you how many minutes went by because I was stressing about not being able to find this ring. And now these amazingly kind people are wasting part of their beach day trying to help me. So I had all this guilt. And again, the woman says to me, a few minutes had gone by, but she says to me, maybe it bounced forward. And Lo and behold, after a few more minutes after that, she found my ring exactly where she initially had said um, where she thought it might have fallen. So I thanked her profusely. I thanked the angels and I learned 
so much from this experience, starting with my faith being polished off a little bit as I add one more story to the truth that the heavens are always with us and always watching over us, understanding our feelings and helping us to navigate them with unwavering, unconditional support, and that the angels did not penalize me or give up on me for being so frantic and only wanting to hear a specific message, yet they gave me the exact message that I needed, because that is what unconditional love and compassion is. It's pure, unwavering, patient, and accepting, always working for what is good, for what is light, and for what is divine. So when we call upon our loved ones in spirit, the angels, and God, and as we feel we receive a message that is so different than what we were expecting to hear, know that that message from the light of the heavens will always present us with what we need to hear and what we need to know for the sole purpose of purifying our soul journey. Messages from the heavens are always there for us. They just don't speak to our ego and to our fears. They speak to our soul. So when we choose to listen without ego and without doubt and with hope, we tend to feel those messages more clearly. The heavens know you are trying to feel their messages. They see your efforts. And this is not a, oh, we reward you with messages because you are doing what you were supposed to be doing. That is not how it works. And again, spirit teaches unconditional love and compassion is pure, honest, accepting, and understanding. So really, when we feel we are not receiving signs, it's a reminder to maybe check in with ourselves. What are we really feeling? What are we really fearing? And what are we really hoping to hear and to change? In these moments, when we feel like the messages are absent, we are being encouraged to shift our energy, to shift our perspective, and to not get discouraged so that we may see the messages from the perspective of our heart that lights our soul. Spirit who wish to walk with the light of God and continue working for God amongst the heavens radiate truth and wish to pass this light along to us here on earth, continuing our soul journey, so that we may shine as we are intended to. And those spirits who wish to not walk with the light of God and to choose to not work for God, they are allowed to do just that, free will. Working for God means working for unconditional love and compassion for the betterment of one another. But unconditional does not mean perfect. Unconditional means we are allowed to make mistakes. We are allowed to better ourselves, to improve, and to change because we are loved without limits. Unconditional means that it's natural to question things. It's natural to believe or to not believe in things. It's natural to change your mind and your opinion at any given moment. Unconditional allows us to explore the many different ways that we can define and show love. We often wonder if spirit may require a grace period or need time to adjust within the heavens before they can communicate with us, when in fact, it's not spirit who needs the adjustment period, it is us. And those whom love and guide us in spirit, they know this. They see us continuing our soul journey here on earth and understand that we are the ones who truly have to experience the transition. Although we may tend to disagree and feel that we are ready and we are open for the communication, the signs, and the messages, spirit can see just how truly ready we are to digest them. The heavens encourage us to see spirit in a new light, just as they are now seeing us. 
what helps us to understand this is understanding that spirit can now see us for our soul, our truth, and that the messages presented to us by spirit are spoken to that truth, not to our ego, and not to the ego of spirit. We begin to recognize this when we start to digest the messages by connecting to what we feel in our heart as we learn to accept and welcome the messages in. As we embrace these loving messages, we begin to see spirit for their soul, for their truth, and we feel this connection spoken to us from within our heart and the eternal love bonds connecting our souls. So can we see others here on earth for their soul, or is that just only when we're in spirit? Seeing the soul of others here on earth presents itself in the form of seeing someone for the light that they truly are, seeing them for their heart the truth that resonates and resides within their heart and lights their soul, honoring, respecting, and accepting that truth, giving and showing compassion to that truth is how we can see each other for our souls. We almost know exactly when someone sees our soul because we feel it. It's that comfortable feeling of knowing someone sees you and really sees you without judgment for you. Maybe you had a teacher who could see that you were radiant and smart, even if your test scores didn't necessarily line up with what we define as smart. We can certainly feel when someone is choosing to not see us for our soul because it feels distant and cold. And think about that. Do you think that they're able to see themselves for their soul if they can't see another for their soul, for their light? Understanding the soul reminds us how to feel and how our feelings act as an internal compass to the light within. Do you remember as a child having to wear your backpack to and from school and that feeling you had when you were able to take that backpack off? That release is what it feels like when we let go of energy that is not helpful to us and that is not serving us. Those energies that we hold on to to maybe avoid seeing our soul and maybe to avoid seeing the soul of another. Spirit teaches us that as we rise to our soul within the light of the heavens, it's like taking a backpack off and opening it up to see what's inside, analyzing, reflecting, and truly seeing ourselves, our soul, and all the energy that we chose to be in this life and all the energy that we can continue to be, which is why our loved ones in spirit can present messages to us to help us rearrange how we best use our energy and as they can now truly see the ways in which it's best for us and for our soul journey. This cycle of growth and innate wisdom being learned and shared over and over, time and time again, is infinitely eternal as we continue rising to our soul throughout the journey of life. So is age a factor in spirit? Not so much. We find as we grow here on earth that as the days, weeks, months, years pass, we gain wisdom, we gain knowledge, insight, and understanding. We can choose to learn from our experiences as we grow. As lessons seem to repeat themselves, disguised in different ways, offering us the chance to gain more clarity each time we navigate them and the ability to sharpen our intellect, often results to the idea that we should turn to the advice of those more experienced, those who are older than us, as we have been conditioned to believe that those who are older and have seen more should know better or know best. But what about in spirit? Do we live by the same notion in the heavens? Not so much. 
Spirit reminds us that within the heavens, observation, understanding, clarity, and direction is seen and happening amongst all ages throughout the same eyes and wisdom of everlasting, unconditional love and compassion. The wisdom that fills the messages from spirit are seen through the light of the eyes of our soul. Think about that for a moment. Spirit who continue working for the light of God within the heavens choose to see through the same eyes. Isn't that what we are trying to do here on earth? Help each other truly see one another. To see each other for our hearts and the light and the love that connects our souls so that we may all share in together how physically we present that light and how we give and receive that love and compassion in all the beautiful different ways, how vibrant and alive this world could be. Our physical bodies no longer exist within the heavens. We do not age physically and we no longer live by the days of the week. Within the heavens, it seems that instead of counting years onto our lives, we count the many experiences that filled our soul with lots of light, love, and compassion. I had a reading recently that truly shows how age does not define our level of wisdom or maturity within spirit because age simply does not exist as we know it within the heavens. We achieve wisdom just by choosing to see from the light within our soul. During this reading, a young teenage boy stepped forward who passed away in a tragic sporting accident. The boy in spirit was adamant that his loved ones knew it was an accident, that his soul did not suffer and is safely within the heavens, and that there was no one to blame for this tragedy. The boy in spirit was a teenager when he passed, yet his energy stepping forward felt so mature. He showed me putting his arm around his father, who was having a very difficult time with his passing. And the boy in spirit said, it's now my time to take care of my father, the way in which he always took care of me. He showed me his father standing in his garage, angry with God, struggling to find sense of such an unexplainable tragedy. The boy in spirit kept saying to tell his father that he is now one and holy with Jesus, that he is one and holy with Jesus Christ. He kept saying it over and over again, that he is one and holy with Jesus and that he is with God. The boy in spirit wanted his father to know that he was safe and he was at peace as his father was struggling to forgive himself for feeling like he did not keep his son safe. The boy in spirit wanted to thank his father for always keeping him safe and for all the light that he provided for him in his life so that now from the heavens he is able to see so clearly. The boy in spirit wanted his father to know that he was not being wronged or punished by God and that he is still very much alive and vibrant amongst God and loved ones within the heavens. The level of peace and contentment that spirit feels and has the ability to obtain is for us almost unthinkable as we continue breathing life here on earth in the physical world. The breath that those in spirit take is of infinite love and foresight, filling their soul with the light of God and providing us with the wisdom through messages that feel like a breath of fresh air. There are many reasons as to why spirit will step forward during a reading. The love bond connections amongst our souls is simply enough, but spirit who wish to step forward to present loving, healing, and guiding messages have more to share than just the current state of their being. 
They would like to help you and to encourage you. They would like to clear up any fog that may be inhibiting your vision. They have walked this earth and they are aware of the challenges that we face daily, but now they can see clearly by seeing through the light of their soul into the light of yours, able to see just what exactly you are feeling and what you are dealing with and going through. Spirit can see what is hindering our soul vision and long to share in the light of their heavenly wisdom with us. One of the many ways that spirit is able to shine the light by showing us a form of unconditional love. When we understand that we are just souls, souls living a human body experience, and that our soul, the essence of our being, is the who, what, when, where, why, and how of how we communicate with spirit, we not only begin to understand God, the angels, and our loved ones in spirit, including our pets, more, but we begin to understand ourselves more. We begin to understand each other here on earth with empathy and with compassion. By choosing to see and to connect to our innate wisdom, we choose to see and to connect with one another, realizing that we are truly all derived from the same light. So what about the energies or spirits? Really the same thing, right? Because our soul is made up of energy. And technically, when we see spirit, we are seeing the energy of the soul. So what about those in spirit we do not wish to connect to? Do we have the ability to avoid spirit that which we wish to not communicate with? Absolutely. At any given moment, and this can be just if you are in a place where you feel uncomfortable and you just feel a strange energy around you, at any moment you wish to call upon God, the angels, loved ones in spirit, even our pets can help us to remove that energy from our space. Just as we should all respect each other's space and boundaries here on earth, which really means respecting each other's energy, the same is true with spirit. Spirit, who walk with the light of God, who continue working for God in the heavens, shine their light, very bright, and we feel it amongst our heart from all the loving messages they present to us, from all the signs we receive, or maybe just from the overall comfort of knowing that our loved ones in spirit are here with us. This energy and these messages from loved ones in spirit, from the angels, and from divine God connects to us resonates with us, and gently infuses more light into us, hydrating our spirit and our soul. Whereas the energy of those who choose to work for darkness within the heavens feels as if it attaches to us without our permission and makes us weary and uncomfortable. Have you ever put off doing something when you know you have to get something done, but you really just don't feel like facing it? So you call your friends and your family and talk to them all day, knowing in the back of your mind you have to deal with this situation that you really wish to avoid. Let's say it's doing the laundry. Technically, no one is going to make you do that laundry. No one is going to force you to go through it, and no one is going to do it for you. That's what it feels like when those in spirit who are not willing to face themselves and their soul, what it feels like when they hover around you. Their energy is heavy and it is avoiding the light, so it lingers, and at times it can attach itself to you because darkness will do whatever it can to avoid itself and to manipulate others to avoid themselves, their truth, and their light as well. The energy of darkness hovers and lingers 
And when this energy attaches itself to you, you do not feel like yourself. You feel off, dazed, and almost confused. It's pretty hard to make logical or light decisions when you feel that way, right? The energy of the light will never attach itself to you and weigh you down like darkness does. The energy of the light... And so when I say the energy of darkness, that means the spirits who do not work for the light of God, who are choosing to not work for the light of God, who are choosing to follow and to engage in darkness. And when I say the energy of the light, that means the souls and spirit who choose to walk with the light of God, to see through the eyes of God, and to see their soul and the soul of others through the light eyes of God. The energy of the light shines, it uplifts, it illuminates our heart, spirit, and soul, leaving us feeling free and elated, whereas darkness does the opposite. The energy of the light, the souls who shine from the heavens, create protective light barriers around us. And I like to envision the rays of the sun creating a protective barrier around me when I feel the presence of the angels or loved ones in spirit closely around and this protective light barrier, it's like a shield to us. It's an energy shield. And before every reading begins, I ask the angels to surround me in this light barrier. I ask the angels to surround whoever's receiving the reading in this light barrier. And I ask the angels to surround my family, my friends, my loved ones, pets, really everything, we can ask the angels to give us that extra layer of light. And it's that energy layer. It's that light that protects our energy. And especially when we're in situations where we feel something's off or distant or cold or uncomfortable, think of that light barrier around you surrounding you protecting you protecting you your energy and your soul so for the energy who walk with the light of god the souls who shine within the heavens think of when you're sitting outside and the sun is shining down on you and it feels warm and comforting melting away your worries and then a cloud moves over the sun and it becomes dark and cool that is the energy of the souls who are choosing to not shine their light and are choosing to not work for the light of God. That shift in energy, that shift in temperature is what it's like when you have the energy and souls of the light trying to connect to you and to communicate with you and when you have the energy and the souls who are choosing to avoid the light and are turning away from the light. You can feel the difference between the energy by how it feels around you and how it's making you feel. Have you ever felt like you were being lifted up by the shoulders physically, but it could only be explained spiritually? That is what it feels like to feel the energy of the light in spirit. That energy is all loving, supportive, compassionate, and everlasting. Here's the thing. The energy of spirit, the energy of the heavens, God, and the angels is extremely powerful both the good and the bad, but no darkness can ever overtake God, which is unconditional love, light, and compassion. So how does darkness gain momentum? Fallen angels and spirit who choose to not work for God, as well as souls here on earth choosing to engage in darkness and who are choosing to avoid their light. 
All that we do here on earth matters deeply within our soul as our choices and the energy that exists from these choices lives amongst both worlds. Do you ever think about what the world would look like if everyone acted from their hearts? If we all spoke with the wisdom that lights our souls and if we were truly able to see how the light and wisdom presents itself in the physical world, how beautiful that would be, how healthy that would be. I think back often to my younger self and when I do, I wish to give her a hug and I like to remind her that her heart grew much bigger and she found confidence as she started listening to the wisdom of her soul. She found inspiration from seeing all the glorious light that shines from within so many others around her. I like to remind her of the strength she continues to find in the growth and evolvement of her soul as she continues to tap into and discover the uniting purpose as to why she chose this life. The angels teach us that kindness, the light, does not thrive off control and is not made up of control and does not need control to thrive or to survive. Darkness does. Positions of power are governed by darkness. Instruction is meant to be offered and shared with kindness. The light responds to the interruption that darkness ignites, but the light does not seek out power and control. The energy of the light is serene and it floats with contentment, ease, and fulfillment, eager to share in together this purity of peace with others, whereas darkness sinks and swarms, invading and manipulating. The light does not have to disturb to be seen, to be heard, or to be felt. It glides, expanding its shine as it radiates along. So to believe that we can connect to spirit, we must first believe in ourselves. And that's not always easy. I feel that this is a challenge each and every single day, but it's one that comes with so much light and so much reward because we find so many different ways in which we learn to believe in ourselves. How do we define believing in ourselves? We can start by having faith in the radiant light being that we are. And although there may have been times in our life where we wish to maybe not see ourselves, to not see our truth or accept our truth, and maybe these were times we were not proud of ourselves, not realizing that we were dimming our light, but that's okay because we're here right now in this very present moment, alive and breathing, shining your light. And during those times of doubt, and if they were to happen to arise again in the future, the heavens never give up on you. God and the angels love you unconditionally. They do not judge you, only love and embrace you. They don't look to us and say, wow, I thought you would have learned that lesson by now. It's actually quite the opposite. They look to us and hold our hand, no matter what we are feeling or what we are going through, hoping that we ask for their support and loving assistance each and every time. Give yourself the space, the grace, and the compassion to face yourself with open arms. Give yourself the space, the grace, and the compassion to have faith and belief in yourself, just as the heavens do for you. Having faith and belief in ourselves helps us to fully understand spirit and brings clarity to our innate ability to communicate with spirit. We are all mediums. We all have the ability to connect and to communicate with the heavens. 
I will forever encourage the connection to that truth. And when we do awaken to our eternal ability, it is like finding the last piece of a puzzle. When my husband was looking for a new job, he would ask me, what is spirit saying? Do they have any messages about this? To which I always respond with, (laughs) well, what do you feel? And by accepting, understanding, and connecting to our abilities to communicate with the heavens does not mean you have to communicate with all different spirit. My friend said to me recently that although she knew at the time of her father's passing that he was there with her and her family in spirit, it took her some time to face her fear of learning and accepting this new way of communicating with him. When she shared that with me, it actually brought me to tears because her words were filled with so much love and echoed the energy of peace. There was such a calmness to her as she shared this and it was truly so beautiful. And she went on to say, and yes, and I am, I'm good with just connecting to my dad because there is no one else that I would like to see in spirit that would scare me. I don't want to see anything. I don't want to see any other family members. I have no problem talking to them and feeling their energy around me. I just don't want to see anything. (laughs) And that's fine. Tuning into what you feel helps you to become more comfortable and familiar with how our loved ones in spirit wish to reach us and they understand our limits, our boundaries, and they never want to scare us. But we have every right to have that intention to say, this is how I would wish to see spirit or feel spirit and we have to be open to how we then receive those messages. But We absolutely have the ability to share with spirit what would make us comfortable and what would make us uncomfortable. We must believe in the light of our souls and how this light is tied together like an everlasting, invincible, invisible string. This faith removes the barriers of fear that stem from the unknown, the unexpected, and the change that comes with understanding this new way of connecting and communicating with loved ones in spirit in a new light. We are conditioned to remove feelings from many things, yet when it comes to spirit and communicating with spirit, it is all about how and what we feel. As we do not always see signs physically, we sure do feel them. Just as we may not be able to see exactly what our soul looks like, but we can feel it and we know that it's alive at all times. Even when we are sleeping, we are able to drift amongst both worlds, here on earth and in the heavens. If I was unsure of this, my grandmother, now in spirit, made sure I understood this truth before her physical body left us. My grandmother was very sick before she passed, and she was in hospice at her home, so we were fortunate enough to be able to say goodbye to her as we became aware of what would be her final hours. I was sitting in the room with her, holding her hand, and although I knew she could no longer speak to me, I was speaking to her in hopes that she could hear me. She had been lying down with her eyes closed and unable to speak all day, and as I held her hand and told her that I loved her, she sat straight up and looked me right in the eye and said, I love you more, and immediately laid back down and closed her eyes. She officially passed away. I can't say dead because she likes to remind me that she is not dead. (laughs) 
but she officially passed away just a few hours later. Although I was watching her physical body completely decline, her soul was very much alive, and she needed to let me know that she could still very much hear me. If you have been in the presence of a loved one at the time of their passing, and you felt a warmth run through you, or you felt in your deepest moments of grief a lightness that lifted you in those moments around their passing, that is very real, and that is the soul of your loved one, the love, the light, the release and letting go of energy that now no longer hinders them, that now makes up the energy of their soul, that you can now feel all around you. Even if you are not necessarily in the room with your loved ones at the time of their passing, the energy of their soul and the love bonds that connect your souls is so, so powerful and strong that you can feel that energy running through you at that very moment. Spirit teaches us that our soul can leave our physical body before it officially shuts down and how when we sleep, our soul travels, which is why we can have visits with our loved ones during our dreams. Those who have experienced a coma and awaken from the coma have spoken about how they could see all that was going on while their body was resting. These are all examples of how our soul is everlasting and how our soul lives and communicates amongst both worlds. When we feel what seems to be a distance between ourselves and the messages from the heavens, take that as a sign to check in with yourself. What are you feeling? Is our frustration, sadness, and pain getting in the way from us allowing ourselves to feel anything more? It's okay to be sad, to be frustrated, or even mad, and still receive messages from our loved ones in spirit and the heavens. We do not always have to be in a tranquil state of mind or place to connect to spirit because the heavens can see behind that frustration. They can see our pain and they know why we're feeling angry and they wish to help us with that. The presence of the angels and loved ones in spirit surrounds us rain or shine. Take a few deep breaths and simply ask the angels to help you see the clarity in their guidance for you. Do not be afraid to feel those whom love and guide you in spirit as they will never scare you. Do not be afraid of your glowing, radiant truth. And do not be afraid to see spirit in a new light, the one in which they see you, the light of the soul. Why do the feelings of God, the angels, and loved ones in spirit sometimes make us feel nervous? It's almost like feeling someone is smiling at you, but no one is physically in the room with you. You can feel the love, the light, the heavenly calm that is next to you and surrounding you, but in that moment, you may not see anything or hear anything. You can just feel everything. I often refer to what spirit says by saying, I felt spirit say, because so often that is how we receive messages, is truly just by the feelings that spirit presents to us. As I am sharing this right now, spirit is showing me a typewriter. And what I mean by that is I can see the image of a typewriter in my mind. So as I am saying this, you may be picturing one as well. This is a way in which spirit communicates with us visually. 
this image of a typewriter just popped in my head when I was not thinking of a typewriter whatsoever. <laughs> and so when something like that happens, I tune into what I feel and ask, why am I seeing this? And I tune in to listen to what I'm feeling. Sometimes we panic because we see something pop in and then we think, what does this mean? Who is this message from? That is so normal. I still do that. And so when we feel that, just take a second, check in with yourself and ask yourself, ask your angels, your loved ones in spirit, God, whoever you feel most connected to, ask them what this message is and ask them what this message is about. As you attune yourself to that question, you will most likely feel the answer simultaneously. We seem to make this process more difficult than it has to be, and my loved ones in spirit would I am sure say that they know I can be the queen of that. <laughs> so I have learned to just take a deep breath, to check in with yourself, because as you do that, spirit knows you are attuning to your connection. Even if you just connect to the image and can't seem to figure out why in that moment that image came in, that is okay. That's fine. You can go back to it and spirit most likely will help you to understand the message in a different way, seeing as they can see how and what we have absorbed from it. So this typewriter is being shown to me to describe how when you tune into that connection, you can close your eyes, you can keep them open, you may be walking or driving, you may even be talking like I am right now. <laughs> this connection can happen at any time, but when you tune into it, the messages will type themselves out. The page will start to fill and that piece of paper with information on it, with the messages on it, will be there for you to read and yours to keep. Recently during a reading, a grandmother in spirit was expressing to her loved one receiving the reading that she sees her struggling with headaches and neck pain and was encouraging her to make a few lifestyle changes that would help her. The grandmother in spirit said to me, I used to drink cappuccino like how you drink that green juice every morning. <laughs> so I laughed and said, the celery juice? And she said, yes, I should have been drinking that instead. So our loved ones in spirit can see it all here on earth. Spirit sees with their soul. It feels like they have an aerial view at all times, yet can zone in precisely on what we need to hear, not always what we want to hear. Our soul, the essence of our being, lives amongst both worlds, allowing us eternal communication and connection. The heavens understand and respect our fears, but they do not protect or nourish them. They long to alleviate and to negate them. They can now see, again, how we are truly intended to live this life and wish to help us find the light of our chosen path so that we may radiate the truth that lies within. Spirit understands what we're up against, why good and bad things happen, how we can be deceived, and how we can live with harmony and truth the way that we were intended to. Spirit who continue working for God do not ignore the importance of change, the light kind of change. The gift of growth, evolvement, and change is eternal, and the ability to share that truth by passing along all that defines that truth to others eminently shines the light. When we fight truth is when darkness succeeds in hovering, creating injustice, illness, and despair. We define truth by facts, validation, and proof, but even when all of those boxes are checked, we can still deny it within our mind. But does truth ever truly deceive our heart and soul? 
How do you respond to truth? Does truth give you a sense of relief or does truth intimidate you? Truth tends to unveil our protected fears and truth holds the opportunity to extinguish darkness that stifles our mind, body, heart, spirit, and soul if we wish to accept it. Call upon the angels to help you see the light of truth that is all around you. There is no level of spiritual development that we need to achieve in order to receive signs and messages from God, the angels, and loved ones in spirit. You are spiritual enough just by being the beautiful bright light that you are. We all have the existing truth within our souls of eternal connection with the heavens. The heavens like to remind us of this reality by catching our attention in ways that answer to our tender hearts, helping us to understand that spirit does not always speak to us with words, but with feeling and emotion spoken through our heart and soul. All the messages and signs that make their way to us are never by chance and are always by purpose, patiently waiting to be seen, embraced, and delighted in, with the eagerness to willingly and lovingly present more. Have faith that the heavens always hear you, even if you feel they are not listening or answering to you. The souls who shine amongst the heavens are always working for us, never against us. Embrace your light embrace your empathy, and embrace your soul. I hope that you are enjoying this beautiful summer, and as you get the chance to be outside in nature, take a moment to smile, check in with yourself, give yourself a hug, laugh with your loved ones in spirit, and sing with the angels. Feel the love and the light of your heavenly guardians shining around you, who love you truly and dearly, in this lifetime and many, many more. Sending you all of my love and healing prayers with lots of love and gratitude. It's time to shine your light from the bottom of my heart, from all the love and compassion within my soul. Thank you so much for listening.